Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Roaring D20s. I am your educated dungeon master, Scott Jones, and today we have the thrilling conclusion to another of our Extra Life one-shots. Special thanks again to Corey Lanier for his donation to help save the lives of children. Moving on, when last we met, the party made it to Chaval and ran into Ascrandi Deventi, otherwise known as Michael Bixby, a good-hearted, if somewhat chaotic child. They also ran into Miss P, Gork's childhood teacher who dragged the party into something called the Gauntlet. After facing their first challenge, an electrifying pop quiz, the party now finds themselves in their second challenge, a large arena that hosts various tricks and traps. Will they be able to make it through unscathed? Well, let's be honest, probably not, but find out anyway. Hey Gork, why don't you just try running across as fast as you can? <laughs> no! Luther! Hey, Mark! Gork, don't listen to him! <laughs> no, Gork, do do listen to him. Uh, the wizard Bartholomew. has a point. <laughs> if anyone no, can do Bartholomew. it, it's you, Gork! Don't listen to the two people that you broke bones in. Listen to your friend and best mom, Caitlin, yeah, but okay? Now, but now his cousin's chiming in. I know, right? Shit! What's, what's the role for peer pressure? Uh, that would be charisma save. Charisma save, there we go. Uh... That's a four. That's a four. Uh, yeah. You succumb to peer pressure instantly. Is, is, Gork is definitely affected by peer pressure. So, it's peer motivation, not pressure. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Sure. Um, <laughs> let's see here. <laughs> Does, would Gork be smart enough to take the path that they've already taken? Or would he just charge ahead and jump over the one that's already fallen? I love when you give me excuses to make you make an intelligence check, Gork. Yep. Yep, it's like we're at the same wavelength. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's just a flat zero line. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Where you are looks really promising. There we go. I know at least one thing has fallen, though, so I'm going to be smart enough to jump over that, but that's about okay. it. Okay. So what I'm going to need from you, so you're just going to attempt to run straight forward. Mm-hmm. I Top want speed. an athletics check from you. Because it's you, just a straight athletics check. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. A dirty 20 <laughs> is an excellent roll. So you watch as Gork succumbs to peer pressure. And as you're all, as Marcus and Caitlin are sitting there getting ready to pull out their hair, and Bartholomew is chanting, do it, do, do it, it, do it, it, do it, do it. And Ascrandi is ready to watch his cousin perform admirably. Gork, you move backwards across the red star and you get yourself in your track running starting position and you go at a dead sprint straight <laughs> across the tiles, leaping over the one that you knew would fall. Somehow, you are fast enough so that even though the tiles are triggered, you make it over them before they fall. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and mark on the map. You make it across, and these tiles that I'm marking in blue here are all trap tiles, for the record. <laughs> they all fall in. Caitlin, the one directly to your light, to your right, does not fall. You make it Great. 10 feet further, both of those fall in. And right around when you get to, let me change the color to green. When you get to this tile right here, which is on the same level as the first lever, you smack headlong into an invisible wall. Gork, <laughs> oh you take three points of bludgeoning damage and you fall flat on your ass. 
on a tile that doesn't fall. <laughs> <laughs> For glory! Oh. See? <laughs> and that is why they call me the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I hate both of cool. you so much. Cooperation, <laughs> Mom. Bartholomew. Yes, Marcus? May I have my pencil back? Oh, yeah, it's a little stinky, but here you go. As you take it back, <laughs> it is soaked. I like, it smells like, awful. I kind of like tuck it away away from everything else. I'm like, thank you. And yeah. then I push Bartholomew a square ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Make, I also feel this wasn't make an athletics check. This is going to be essentially a grapple check. Bartholomew, you can defend with athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Okay. Or you can choose not to defend. You know, I wouldn't have seen it coming. Okay. <laughs> what did you get on your roll, though, Marcus? Good. I'm glad you said that because I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this thank you better. for telling me that, oh, Marcus. You I look have forward. To be honest. You, you tuck your pencil into into your little pouch, away from everything else, and you go, Bartholomew. Thank you, and you push him forward. Now, Bartholomew said that he didn't see it coming, but that wasn't entirely accurate. He spent enough time with you and tried to fuck with you enough times that he knows when something's coming. <laughs> However, he didn't expect the force of your shove. But instead of uh, countering it, he grabs onto you. Yeah, that's and better. both of you fly onto the tile. As it collapses, you both fall into the pit of stinky healing water. If you're damaged, each of you heals one hit point, and you will have to swim your way back to the start. For the record, I'm not sorry. <laughs> As you both break the surface of the stinky liquid, that's what Marcus says to you. I'm really, really proud of you right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh, well, that was an experience. All right. So we've got Caitlin moving normally, Gork sprinting across all of the tiles, Marcus and Bartholomew back at the beginning. Uther and uh, Uther and Oskrandi have been doing their job beautifully. Yeah, you guys are doing great, and I give them both thumbs up. You know, my plan um, worked. Oh, yeah. I know, but it's still disappointed in you. But it's Gork. He has he has to just you know. Gork uh, yeah, has to okay. win. Gork exactly. needs to always win. <laughs> All right, uh, boys, if you don't mind, can you shine the lights, both of them together, uh, about twenty feet to the right of me? Sweep those tiles from, uh, basically from. Like to the okay. east. As the two lights converge on the tile directly to your right, which you know to be safe because Gork didn't trip it a moment ago, uh, you can see that the one directly to your right is clear. The one two to your right is clear. The one three to your right glows purple. Oh. Okay. And the one four to your right shows nothing. All right. I will. I will go ahead and move my character to the right two and then um, ask you guys to shine uh, the tile directly in front of me and then um, four to the right. So here to here. Okay. So basically I just want to do the next row above. As you sweep the next row ahead of you, you can see that the tile directly ahead of what you assume is another spring trap does show green. Okay. And uh, over the course of the next 
mm, 20 to 30 seconds, you manage to clear the next three rows of tiles, and I'm going to show you what you find. Uh, I'm going to mark the green tiles. So just ahead of the purple tile is green, two ahead of the purple tile is green, three ahead of the purple tile is green, and then this one here, 20 or 15 feet ahead of you, shines green. Those are the only ones that seem clear. Okay, I'm going to step diagonally. Okay. And then go up here. So you are now online with Gork, who has now picked himself up. <laughs> and as you look ahead uh, of you, I... you can reach your hand out and you can feel the invisible wall. It's in front of me, too. It's in front of you, too. Like, oh, sorry. Okay, so it's north, but it is, is it, it east is of me? It is just north. Okay, great. Um, mm. I am going to... Just to make sure before I do something stupid, I'm going to take like a piece of paper out of my bag, ball it up, and I want to throw it east um, towards where the uh, swinging pendulum axe is because I'd like to jump or be thrown that way, but I don't want an invisible wall to like hit me midair. That's fine. That's uh, that's a good, good sense there. As you take the piece of paper and bundle it up, um, you look at your notes and you see yourself trying to come up with names other than Buzz Beast and fail. <laughs> um, you throw the piece of paper and it flies ahead easily enough. Doesn't hit anything. Okay. And I'm assuming a 10 foot, well, I guess that'd be a 15 foot jump is a little hard to make. It'll be harder than a five foot jump. Okay. Uh, Gork, can you give me a little boost since you're here, buddy? Gork just smiles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to have Gork kind of, what I'm thinking is kind of like when you boost someone to go up a wall, I want him to just kind of like push up on my feet and I try to like jump off of it okay, just, just to get ahead a little bit. Do like a little like step stool thing. Like take a yeah, running jump yeah. and jump off my knee or something. That, yeah, I like that. Type that of is going to require a dual check. That's going to be athletics from Gork and acrobatics from Caitlin. Okay. That's an 18 athletics. Uh, that's a 15 acrobatics. That is more than enough. With the boost from Gork, you're able to leap gracefully over the 15-foot gap and land on the tile directly in front of the swinging pendulum. You can see the lever taunting you 20 feet ahead. Okay. Um, can you guys go ahead and shine the light there uh, in the sweeping of the 20 feet ahead of me? To the east. As the lights are swept across, you can see the only tile that lights up is the one right in front of the lever. So oh, goody. Oh, no. Do you have another um, gap to cross with an obstacle? I do. Okay. Does Caitlin have... Uh, does she feel that she's good enough to dodge a swinging pendulum and jump 15 You gotta believe in yourself, Caitlin. You gotta believe. You can do it, Caitlin, and if you can't, you'll just get stinkier. <laughs> no, I'll get or, bloodier. Or My shirt will go from green to green and red. It will be very festive. They make okay. children jump through this thing. You say that, but I feel this place has a very strict curriculum, so let's go for it. Okay. Right. Give me an athletics check, Caitlin. Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen. So you time it, you go, okay, swinging left, swinging right, swinging left, swinging right, swinging left. And as you take the leap, you're easily able to make it past the swinging pendulum axe. You undercut the jump just a little bit, but you manage to reach down. And as the tile right in front of the one that had been marked green begins to collapse, you reach up a hand and grab onto the safe one. 
It takes you a couple of minutes or a couple of seconds, but you manage to pull yourself up onto the tile and you can now reach the lever. Yeah. Oh, the lever, Kevin! Oh my God. I'm not built for this. Very out of breath. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and uh, I guess I'll pull the Wrong lever. Wrong lever! <laughs> as you pull That's the lever, you can feel it fighting you a little bit. And as it reaches the other side, you realize you're going to have to hold it or it's going to move back into place. But as the lever Shit. reaches the other side, Gork, the invisible wall in front of you vanishes. Gork requires the lights. <laughs> Marcus, Bartholomew, what are you doing now, guys? Uh. <laughs> well, I'm back at the uh, the precipice. I was just waiting. I didn't want to overtalk anyone. Um, yeah. I'm assuming you guys are going to make your way up to where Gork is, just yeah. in the, for the sake of time. Yeah. Um, each of you give me two athletics checks, just real quick. I'm so great at those. <laughs> They're not difficult. One is. Uh, thirteen on the first okay. one. Okay, Marcus. I got a 17 and a two. <laughs> Not difficult. Uh, my second roll was a four. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A three. Oh, <laughs> Not <perfect>. difficult. <laughs> perfect. Oh, my God. I didn't think that this was going to. Never mind. <laughs> um, okay, so each of you makes the first jump easily enough. And. As you both get ready to make the second jump, you start arguing with one another once again, where Marcus is trying to remind Bartholomew that you are being timed for this, and Bartholomew is saying, well, it worked, didn't it? Talking about Gork sprinting across the tiles, to the point where, Marcus, you slip, and you can feel yourself falling into the same hole that you had just <laughs> fallen into. Not even a different tile, the same tile. And this time you turn around and you think, revenge and you pull <laughs> Bartholomew in with you and oh you both oh fall back into the pool and you know what we'll get back to you Gork <laughs> <sighs> please actually see Gork would not be able to give precise instructions please find the path for Gork uh, <laughs> so I'm going to shine in the first 15 feet in front of him nothing uh, I'm going to shine the 15 feet uh Diagonal five and up. So. Are you guys coordinating? Yeah, Scrappy, what are you to. doing, buddy? I'm trying to. I'm hey, why don't you take here. the lead, guest of honor? <laughs> <laughs> um, can can we do in front of Gork uh, to the north and then do like five to his left and see uh, if that's sure. a path at all? Yeah. Okay, so you want five feet ahead and then 25 feet left. Yes, yeah. Like that? Okay, only one of the tiles shows up as green. It's the one directly ahead and to the left. Okay. Oh, I wonder if it's diagonal. Gork will move to the green tile. Okay, you make it easily. Yeah. <laughs> Can we try diagonal then? Sure, green. Diagonal again. Nothing. Okay. In front of him, I guess? Like north? Nothing. Uh... Weast? <laughs> Weast. I thought you said Weast. <laughs> West again? Nothing. North? Nothing. Northwest? Nothing. <laughs> I give up. Please do the squares 10 feet ahead. 
for God's sake. <laughs> wow. So as Gork begins to get frustrated and gives you instructions, you both shine your lights uh, around him in a 10-foot radius, all around him, in fact, uh, and you find that this tile lights up green. Gork proceeds to make a jump. Athletics. This is an easy one. Gork, don't fuck it so up. So the tile is north by 10 feet. 11. Yes. Uh, you make it. <laughs> Boom. So, ahead of you, you feel a second invisible wall. Curses again. <laughs> I will have my revenge. <laughs> I shout out, can you break the wall? <laughs> Gork contemplates. Headspace. No. <laughs> Did you just say headspace? No. Yes. <laughs> Do you still have inspiration, Jacob? Yes. Damn you. That's funny. Uh, okay, so that's what you got in front of you. The second pendulum is 15 feet to your left, and beyond it, you can see a second lever. Can Do lights stand? show any other green lights on my plane of existence in these squares? Are you trying to just uh, all of the tiles ahead of you towards the lever? Correct. Uh, you find that the one directly in front of it and the one directly. So you've got a 15 foot gap past an axe and then 10 feet of safe space and then the lever. But Are there's a the wall. There's a wall squares here, right? to my east green or not? All of the squares to your east. Nothing. Okay. Can we do like another like five foot radius or 10 foot radius? Sure, absolutely. So if you shine a 10 foot radius around him again, the first thing you'll notice is that the tile directly ahead of him, which is past the invisible wall, is purple. Hmm. The one cool. beyond that is green. Oh my God, I have such a Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I think I know what you're thinking. I don't know. <laughs> Say it. Say it. I'm just, you know, I'm a, I put a lot of money into that immovable rod, and it might be kind of useful here in a couple different ways. Oh, wow. It's a good <gasps> thing you're back at the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, Gork. Why didn't I think of that? All right. That is a good idea. Gork is going to jump. Give Please, me an athletics check, Gork. Oh, Gork. boy. That's a 24. A 24. Wow. So there as you go. move backwards, you don't even take a care for the swinging axe. You leap forward the 15 feet and you timed it a little wrong. The axe swings in front of you and you smash into it and it flies <laughs> off the pendulum. <laughs> it lands somewhere beyond the lever, somewhere around here. And you're well, able to easily shit. make it to the lever. Does it fall through oh now? God. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Gork observes the puny lever. <laughs> Gork thinks back to the trials he has he's gone through. Walking. Thinking. Gork yanks the lever. As you pull the lever, you can feel the second invisible wall disappear, which leaves Tweedledee and Tweedledum to get themselves to the other side. Well, I'm not going at this point, so Marcus, you go and I'll go later because clearly... You cannot cooperate. Get a room. <laughs> I. Man, all this sexual tension. I cannot cooperate. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have countless times tried to come up with plans, theories, and uh, help our party get everything we need done done in the most effective way possible. And you've taken your own immovable rod and shoved it in every plan possible. <laughs> I don't have an immovable rod. Take You're right. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Bartholomew is talking about the stick up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm taking it literally. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost... If I, uh, if I like, use the immovable rod to aid my uh, traversal, am I able to use acrobatics rather than athletics? Sure. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Sure. Okay, great. <laughs> so, um, let's see here, because that helps what's me. What's up, Caitlin? Oh, wait. So I'm going to try to get at least up to Caitlyn uh, before where right before where the first uh, invisible wall was. All right. That's going to require two acrobatics checks. All right. And hang out there because I want to try something before you make it anywhere else. I got a, a nat 20 and a 19. You leap with grace over to the tiles and you're able to make your way towards Caitlyn. Okay. My question is, with these tiles, the trap ones, are they pretty much like, uh, do they kind of like lock in a way when they close up again? They seem to be kind of like almost a locking mechanism in there somewhere. I'm not sure I understand what you're asking. Basically what I'm thinking is I tie a rope to the lever I'm holding and then I activate the trap tile next to me and I hold the rope and when it closes back up, it keeps the rope in there. Like it would lock and then keep the lever pulled. Oh, I have a better idea. We have rope, don't we? Yeah. Uh, well, we do have the pendulum though too, don't we? No, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, Make an intelligence check, Caitlin. Uh, where's my intelligence? There it is, uh, 15. Here's what I will say, just because I'm looking at the timer here. Um. This test was designed for six people. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> if you would like to try that, we can go through that. Yeah, it's hard because I know you said everyone needs to make it to the other side. Wait, did you say everyone or just someone? <laughs> Shit, I don't remember. All right, I'm going to stay at the lever. I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> all right, knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. All right, Marcus, what's the plan? <sighs> what is the pendulum attached to at the top? Nothing. Of course, okay. And then this, <laughs> the area before me in front of the pendulum is all a dead tile? Correct. Oh boy, including the one right before the pendulum or is that a, a good space? Oh, there? that one is a good space. Okay. Uh, I would like to intelligence check uh, or I should say, I would like to, um, I want to evaluate the, the rod and evaluate the pendulum and be like, if I were to stuck this, stick this in the path, will it destroy my rod or will it destroy the pendulum? Sort of a Give thing. Give me an intelligence check. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Uh, 13. What a 13 will tell you is you are not familiar enough with the magics of either the pendulum or the immovable rod to know what kind of effects that it could be, understanding that worst case scenario it could be disastrous. A 13 will also tell you that the exit is not towards Caitlyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caitlyn, you're doing one of the gods' work. I got it. And then I'm going to proceed along the, uh, the safe path towards Gort. All right, you make it. I need another acrobatics from you. 
19. 19. You can make it over to where the second invisible wall used to be. You know that there is a trapped tile, like a spring tile, right in front of you, but that 10 feet ahead is safe. I'm going to jump over this one. Give me another one. 13. 13. You make it with ease. You are now only 20 feet from your goal. (laughs) So close, I can taste it. (laughs) You you got this, Marcus. Cooperation. (laughs) Thank you, Bartholomew. Thank you. I give him a thumbs up. Can we scan the uh, 20 feet in front of him? Sure. I would hope the green spaces aren't trapped, but you know. So as you take the next few minutes to check the tiles all around him, you can find that the space directly in front of him is safe. And as you scan in a 10 foot radius, you can see that that is the only safe tile. However, all of the sun tiles are gr- they're all safe. Oh boy. Uh, I take one of my daggers and I throw it at the, the space to see if there's an invisible invisible wall ahead of me or anything. There is not. The dagger bounces off the door on the other side. Cool. Okay. Well, now, th- here's the thing that I'm curious about. If this test was designed for six people, what would the sixth be doing right now? Make a perception check. Good question. <laughs> oh, great question. That totally ran off my table. Ooh, 21. 21. On either side of the exit door is a button. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Course. Bartholomew. <laughs> yes, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are screaming at this point because you are about 100 feet away from one another. I am so happy that it ended up being yeah, you. <laughs> this worked out famously. Is, is there like a, a crowd watching this, or is it? Oh just yeah, Mrs. the rest Kate? of the students are watching. You can see that a lot of them look bored at this point. But they're kind of <laughs> laughing. You heard a chuckle when they fell in the first time. You heard a louder chuckle when they fell in the second time. <laughs> but now it's just yeah. <laughs> I I think we need to do this together. Cooperation. Together. Oh, you've got me there, Marcus. You've got me there. <laughs> and... How about we help each other get to the end? All right, let's do this. <laughs> uh, I need four athletics checks. Four, huh? All right, I'm just going to roll. Might be here a while. Oh, boy. <laughs> see how many times it takes him. Yep. Uh, all right. You know, since I have a minus one in athletics and everything, it's pretty great. <laughs> Oh, hang on one second. Uh, do I have anything useful? Uh, would I be? I, I you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna cast Long Strider on myself. It gives me uh ten feet of movement. I don't know if that'll actually help me in any way, but I'm gonna do it anyways because I need every little bit of help I can get. <laughs> okay. And. It'll lower the DC a little bit. Okay, sweet. So first one is a 12. Okay, that's enough. All right, the second one is a 13. That is enough. <laughs> Let third. me be clear. Your DC is five. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the, the next one is also a 13. Okay. And finally, the last one is... 
Hey, a 17. There. So oh, you managed oh, to make wow. it to the tile directly behind Marcus. You are both so close to your goal. Wow. We, we got this, right? Uh, well, I do believe that we could have this, yes. <laughs> All right, we just have to figure out uh, a way to double jump these tiles and get to the other side. How confident are you? Well, seeing as I made four jumps in a row without falling in, I'm feeling pretty good. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> There it is. That's the downfall. Mm -hmm. Hold on, do I have rope? (laughs) (laughs) Do I have rope? So if one of you goes down, you both go go down. (laughs) Not necessarily. Um, Would would I have rope? I didn't actually mark down that I have rope. Everybody has 50 foot of rope in some pack that they start with. Every pack has 50 foot of rope. I thought so. Okay, so I'm going to, uh, uh, okay. What do you think about this? Uh, I stick the movable rod, like I hang it in the air and then I tie some rope to it and then tie it to us and then try to like alley-oop over just enough to like, if we fall, we're able to like stabilize ourselves and try to like swing a bit. Here's my only issue with that. Mm -hmm. That would work really well if you were able to get the rod directly in between you and your destination. Right. Do you have that kind of reach? Mm, probably not five feet of reach. No. I mean, you could jump in the air and click it so that it's in midair. It would be acrobatics. Yes. Uh. Okay. So what I'm gonna try to do is I'm gonna try to alley oop, and so, like, let's pretend that uh, it's like a like a gymnast bar, right? Okay. So I'm going to jump and I'm going to run, jump and in between the tiles, I'm going to click the button and then as it kind of like let it propel me forward like a kind of a gymnast bar and then leave it there in the middle of the tiles. Um, Marcus. Yes. Before we do that, do you think maybe did we check every space in the area just to make sure that we're not missing anything obvious at all? I thought we did. Didn't we? Guys, was there any other oh. spots that, that weren't checked? I, I I know we checked the ones right in front we of the checked door. checked in a 10-foot radius around. Oh, okay. Yes, let's position. let's do that then. I, J- just, I, just in case. Player, player right. thought That's that good. like everything else was dead dead zone between here and there. I thought that we checked that. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let us go through the fine detail of it. After hasty communication, you realize that um, all of these are green. <laughs> Oh, oh my Easy. God. <laughs> <laughs> right, so essentially, for well, audio so. for audio listeners, if Marcus makes a five foot jump to his left, he can just walk to the buttons without uh, having to jump again. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> okay, you both make but it I because, I so. <laughs> because I said so. Because I said so. It would have been reason. cool. And as you make it to the buttons on either side of the door, you reach out and press them. It takes you a while to press them simultaneously because it is Bartholomew and Marcus no, no, after all. On three. On three. <laughs> on yeah. go. Yeah. Three. One, two, three. Click. Nope. One, two, three, click. You knew it. Press the button. Oh, 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 okay. One, two, click three. I, I, like, I'm clicking. Okay, we'll do it your way. One, two, three, click. Okay, yeah. One, two, three, click. Click. <laughs> and as you click them together, you hear a beeping sound and you can hear a locking sound go into place. The, the pendulum that is still active stops and you get the impression that every tile is now safe to travel on. 
At that point, you hear a voice ring out through as Miss P says, Congratulations on finally finishing the second test with a final time of one hour, three minutes and 14 seconds. So did we win? Woo! You passed. Hey, passing. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. (laughs) The record, of course, being eight minutes and 12 seconds. How? Eight minutes? This is bullshit. I don't understand these speedrunners. This is garbage. That was like an unattainable goal. I don't care who it is. <laughs> Whatever. And I stormed towards they the They must door. have done something. They cheated. They cheated. I know cheaters. I'll say, Caitlin, this isn't that bad. My first attempt was five hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear God. And they now actually... you all understand why nobody wanted to team up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good, good job, Escrande. You, 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 you got it done. You, you did exactly what we needed. Cooperation, Indeed. a very important thing, right, Marcus? Right. <laughs> I just All right. The tests had some type of like lesson associated with them because I don't understand what they're asking for. I uh, mean, I feel some people learned a valuable lesson today for sure. And I look at Marcus <laughs> and I look at Bartholomew, <laughs> and then it fades to black. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way out of the second room, some of you much stinkier than others, you find yourself in a, a smaller room with Mrs. P standing in front of you. And as she kind of looks at you, she's got this weary expression on her face. And she says, well, now, folks, that took a little bit longer than anticipated. <laughs> I think we're going to have to go to the final room here. You see, I have to send these children home. And just a little bit here. We don't have time for the communication room, especially if, well, especially if things go the way they did previously. <laughs> I mean, we passed. I think it went pretty well. With <laughs> flying colors, if I may add. Michael, we'll talk after class. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that said, the final challenge will be one where you can incorporate most of the lessons that you learned here today. But to do that, I'm going to need to split you into two teams. So let me just ask, who among you would you say are the most leader-like, that have the most authoritative qualities? I don't know. What points am I, Marcus? (laughs) Wait, what did you say, Escrande? I I didn't hear you. I'm I'm assuming you're the party. Either you or or Gork are the party leader, I'm assuming. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Oh, this kid's smart, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, now you don't want to be the party leader or you do want to be the party leader? Is that what it is, Marcus? I didn't, I wasn't arguing. Oh, I saw that face. <laughs> what face? You know, your face. Oh, wait, it always, it always looks like that, never mind. <laughs> yes, I only have one face. Could I, I get an expression. answer to my question, please? <laughs> I suppose I make most of the decisions for the party, <laughs> right, whether they so listen or not. That's one, and who would be the other? Ooh, You're the going other to be mom. the the opposing team captains. <laughs> I okay. guess I guess I mom. <laughs> so we have Marcus on one team, and we have Caitlin on the other. Let's see here. What would be good teams? I think I'm gonna have the teams be Marcus, Bartholomew, and Michael <laughs> versus Caitlin, William, and Uther. Can yeah, I get go re- over and give high fives. <laughs> Perhaps hey, can I get a redraw? <laughs> <laughs> I go in to hug Marcus. We're on a team, buddy. <laughs> right. 
Cooperation, communication, we, concentration. We got this. <laughs> we, That's we need right. a team name. Good work, Bartholomew. You remembered. <laughs> so she leads you into one final room. As she does, you pass several 15 foot cubes that she explains is where the communication challenge <laughs> would have taken place if you'd had time for it. <laughs> As you make your way into the final room, she has Caitlin Gork and uh, Uther, right? That's who I said? Yeah, Caitlin yep. Gork and Uther make their way to the other side of this circular space, which I will now show you. Ooh. And she all says, squared, this final circle. test all is squared, one that will, call, that will uh, call upon all of your teamwork and all of your abilities to communicate with one another to see which side will win. As you can see, each of you has an automaton behind you. And you're like, wait, mm -hmm. what the fuck? And as you turn around, you can see that a very large six and a half foot suit of armor has just been placed behind each of the team captains. Oh. And she'll say, Marcus, you will be leading the red team. Caitlin, you'll be leading the blue team. Are you sure I can't be red? Because I feel red's really my thing. <laughs> Caitlin, Get your own team. You'll be leading the blue team. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> your goal is to destroy the enemy team's automaton. Oh. Okay. I need you to designate one member of your team to be its controller. Oh, shit. Who will determine what it does. I'll let uh, you decide as team captains with the rest of your teams. You have one minute to prepare. Okay. Uh, Michael, I need a complete summarization of every one of your abilities right now. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, real quick. Th th this, also, is, uh, this is serious, Marcus. You need to tell him us grande. So we'll do this really quickly. We'll have red team talk, and then we'll have blue team talk as though it were simultaneous. Let's cool. start with red team, which is team Marcus. Um, I can hit stuff hard. I can take Good. some hits hard. Good. And I can do spelling or spells. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that, it's Both hard is to good. remember. Both is good, yes. So. Um, well, um, and I see that you have some sort of magical armor. Oh, yes. Yeah. Does it do anything else? Uh, no, maybe. What else do you want it? To, I thought it was a cool enough as it is. What else do you want it to do? Can it shoot? Can it shoot anything? Can you create weapons out of it? Can you? What else does it do? Does it just protect you? Is that it? Y yes. Yes. My armor just protects me. What well, does your armor do? Well, same thing, but okay. it doesn't appear upon me guys, magically. Guys, guys. Yes. We need to put someone in the armor. We've only got a few, like, ten seconds left to, to Wait, decide wait we go in the armor? No. Yeah, do we go... Well, someone controls the armor. armor. Someone controls the armor. Yes. Maybe maybe Escrande should. He seems to be the one that deals with magical stuff the most out of all three of us. Would you like to control the armor? I get, like, this really big grin, as if nobody's ever let me do that before. <laughs> yeah! And I say, yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Perfect. Okay. Your your primary mission is to ensure that Gork stays as far away from this armor as possible. <laughs> and Why? I, I can take on Gork, I think. <laughs> We're trying it's to like, keep it like alive. The... We we have to make sure... Whether you can take on Gork or not is not the question. We have to make sure that this automaton is not destroyed. And that's on you, man. You've got the most important job out of all of us. All right, Red Team. Honestly, yes. That is going to be the end of your time. 
while they're while they're talking, I do want to say I want to whisper uh, to Marcus, and I'll and I'll whisper to him very quietly, and I'm going to say, "Take out the wizard." <laughs> Can you get Gork? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blue uh, team. So I'm going to act like I didn't hear that whisper. And I'm no, gonna you, you didn't hear that whisper. I did not. You didn't? Nope, nope. Well, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to act like it's not, it didn't exist in my brain. Um, so I'm going to look at Gork, and I'm going to look at Uther. I'll be like, okay, let's be real here. Gork's got the muscle. Uther, you're Uther. So what you're going to do is you're going to control the automaton, because I feel you're good at that. So <laughs> I, I, I feel personally attacked here. Okay, look, man, I'm looking at Not yet, not until combat starts. (laughs) (laughs) Personally attack them back. I'm just looking out for you because I know both you and I are squishy. I think you're squishier than me. And uh, I don't know if you want to go headlong into fighting. Or I guess you could shoot Magic Mitchell. What do you want to do? Magic Mitchell. Magic Mitchell. Let me slur my words. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. No slurring. (laughs) Hey, come on! <laughs> I, I I ask our uh, our uh, teacher lady, will I still be able to like perform spells if I'm controlling this thing? She's out of the room. She's left while you uh, weren't looking. Shit! <laughs> ah, shit! Um, I'm assuming it's gonna take almost all of your focus. So either I can do it, and you shoot spells at the thing, or you can Kevin, do it, and Kevin. I'll run up with my swords. Kevin, I I, I need this one. You need this one? I need this one. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll, I believe in you, and I believe that you can maybe do it. So I'll, I'll take control of the armor then. Okay. Just don't fuck this up. So that is the end of your time. You hear a voice uh, echoing in the room. It is Mrs. P's voice, and she says, Controllers, please place your hands on the center of the automatons. I'll place my hand. Could, ditto. Okay. As you do, you can see a band appear around your wrist. Now, I will just let you two know as controllers. You can use a bonus action to issue a simple command to the construct that it will follow to the best of its ability on its initiative order. That can be move to space X. That can be defend. That can be attack X. Each of them is carrying a sword, so you can actually attack with them as well. How how far can it move? Do I know? 20 feet. Okay. And... By defend, what does that mean? Take the dodge action. Okay, thanks. Spam that. Sorry, what? What? Everyone just what? give Marcus an awkward silence for what he said there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, <laughs> I need everybody to roll initiative. Mm-hmm. Hiya! I'll be rolling Hi-ya! for the automatons. Oh, fuck. Oh, nope. okay, okay. Oh my god, I still got better than, than Gork. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You got lucky is what you got. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Do uh Scott, do do I get to roll like for attack for the whatever it's called? No, I get Mech. to. Oh. Unless you really, so you double, really want double to. Double the chance for a nat one. Ah, it's okay. I'm oh. sure it'll come up eventually. Yeah, but it'll also double my chances for a nat twenty. It's true. That's true. Okay, twenty-five to twenty. I got a twenty-four. Okay. In grief. Oh, wow. 20 to 15. I got a 16. I got an 18. I got a 15. 15 to 10. 15. 
<laughs> you lose inspiration. I didn't have it, so. Yeah, you're at negative one now. You have to roll at disadvantage. Uh, ten to five. Eight. Oof. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Gork? I got a four. Okay. Oh. There we go. All right. So you hear a countdown. Three, two, one. Fight. Top of the round. Uther. Uther <clears throat> pulls within him his anger and and resentment from all this stuff that's been happening. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Grease and on top of... Uh, uh, Wow, brain, brain just shut off there. Um, Marcus. I'm sorry. <laughs> Grease lightning. Go! All right. Describe what that spell does. All right. Uh, slick Grease covers the ground in a 10-foot square uh, centered on a point within range and turns it into difficult terrain for the duration. When the Grease appears, each creature standing in, uh, in the area must succeed a dexterity saving throw or falls prone. A creature that enters the area or ends its uh, turn there must also succeed on a dexterity saving throw uh, or fall prone. All right, it's a 10-foot square, not a 10-foot radius, so... Uh, 10-foot square, I'm sorry. I know, square. so, no, like, no, you said 10-foot square, but you said on top of Marcus. I need the 10-foot square that you're going to be uh, pointing yes. at. Isn't that more of a rectangle? <laughs> 10-foot by 10-foot? No. Not all squares are rectangles. It's, it's 10 feet <laughs> on each side. 10 feet on each side. Okay, so uh, I guess that'll be like huh, uh, 5, 10. Is it like a cube or is it, yes. or is it just it's, two squares? I mean, squares? it's a square. It's four squares. Four, oh, yeah, four squares. Yeah, 10, 10, by, 10, 10 by, 10. by 10. Okay, got it. Four squares. Got it. Uh, in that case, I am going to do this right here. So you place the grease so that it covers Bartholomew, Marcus, and the Automaton, all of whom need to make a deck save. Okay. <laughs> well, that's five dollars from me. <laughs> <laughs> What's the DC of the deck save, Uther? Uh, the DC of the deck save is fourteen. Okay, I succeed. So that's a save from Bartholomew, a save from Seven. the Automaton, seventeen, and a save from Marcus. Damn All three saved. Sorry. And yes, that is one nat 20 for Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so I owe $5 to Extra Life. I kind of like grin at uh, Uther and be like, sorry, Uther, we're not Gothok. Mm. <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. That was good. All right, next up in the... Uh, Uther, anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, Yes, actually. I am going to... Move... <laughs> Gosh, I thought I was holding my character. I'm moving uh, north uh, west behind the barrel. So as you look around the room, you can see that there are a couple of key features. There is, in fact, a set of stairs on the left and the right of Team Blue. They don't actually lead anywhere. They lead into a wall, but they provide adequate cover if needed, up to three quarters cover. Uh, there are barrels scattered throughout the room, and there are tables in the center. There is one table that has three chairs on one side, and then on the other side of the room, there is a circular table that has six chairs. 
Um, Team Red is coming in from the entrance to the east, and Team Blue is coming in from the entrance to the south. So, Uther, after firing off your grease spell, you move and hide behind one of the barrels, which, from this angle, will provide you up to three-quarters cover from any incoming damage. Understood? Yes. Yep. Next up in the initiative order is Marcus. Uh <clears throat> I am going to move out of the grease. Okay. That will take you 10 feet of movement because it is considered difficult terrain. Right. Okay. So I have, let's see, 20 left. So I'm going to move five. I'm going to move along the top, or to, I'm going to go out of our little corridor to the right here. Uh, and then I'm going to go D5. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So I've moved out there 10. And then 5, 10, 15, 20 to get behind some of the wall cover. And then I'm going to take an action to uh, dash. So I'm going to go 5, 10, 15. Uh, and then I'd like to take a bonus action to hide. Sounds good. Okay, give me a stealth check, please. Ooh, this is spicy. I like this. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Excellent. So, Marcus, as you duck out of the starting corridor and to the right near the table that contains three chairs, you duck around a corner, hide behind a wall, and wait patiently. Marcus, is that the end of your turn? Yep. Next up is Caitlin. Okay. I... I need to see how far away this is. I'm trying to find the measurement tool. Okay. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take out uh, my longbow and shoot at Bartholomew. Oh, what a, what a, what a jerk. Hey, you know. You have got a perfectly good automaton here, and you're gonna shoot at me. Shh, quiet. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Now that you think, now that you point that out. <laughs> Get in your head. Get in your head. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm still gonna shoot at Bartholomew. Okay. The head. All right. All right. Uh, twenty-one. Yes, that'll hit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, there's my D8. Uh, 11 damage. Wow, spicy. Yeah, I got max damage on that one. Oh, you <laughs> tiefling. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, is charm an action or a bonus action? Check the spell. That's an action. Okay, yeah, never mind. I will, um, I'm assuming, yeah, because I can't do another action because I'm not moving. Okay, then that ends my turn. Okay, Michael. Um, so I'm going to ask Bartholomew if he's injured, if I can do that. <laughs> and I'm just going to point to the arrow sticking out of me. <laughs> oh, duh, yeah, I should pay attention. Um, all right, so then I'm going to... Um, go f walk over to him. So that's ten. And I'm feet, gonna that is difficult terrain. Ten feet. Am I cast cure wounds on him? Okay. And that's eight points of healing damage. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. And then, okay. Uh, for my bonus action, I'm gonna have the automaton 
move as far as it can to try and, and get like kind of hidden like over here. I know you said it gets 20 feet of movement. Do, can it dash or is that not an If option? you just tell it to move, it will move as far as it can, which will include dashing. Okay, I'd like it to go like over here to get some cover. Okay, so you're telling the automaton to get down to the south, past the table with the six chairs and try and hide behind a wall. Bingo. Sounds good. Okay, anything else, Michael? Um, nope, that'll be it. All right, well, next up is actually your automaton. So it's gonna take 10 feet to move forward. 20 feet to move out, and then 5, 10, 15, 20. This is as far as it can get with movement and dashing because of the grease spell. Cool. Okay. And actually, I believe, Michael, you needed to make a deck save when entering the grease. Oh, I did. Okay. It's a 14. What was the save? 14. No. Nice. What's the... Is the DC 14? Yeah, the DC is 14. Okay, yeah. then you did manage to save, which is good. Okay, that's awesome. the end of the automaton's turn, which means Bartholomew. All right. I'm going to use um, 10 feet of movement to get out of the grease. 10, 15, 20, 25, oh. 30. And I'm going to whip out my, my loot and point at Gork and say, Gork, I want you to destroy your automaton, and I'm going to make a strumming sound with my with my loot and cast suggestion on him. Okay, what does he need to no. do for suggestion? Uh, DC 14 save to see if it takes hold. What and kind if of he save? fails, uh, wisdom wisdom save, and if he fails, he has to follow my instructions. Okay. Uh, come on, low roll, low roll, low roll. <laughs> 15. Damn it! Yeah. Nice oh. Under oh. Gork so understands the, the rules of the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you take out your loot and begin to strum, you can see Gork kind of shaking his head a little bit, uh, thinking you might have gotten into his head. Unfortunately, the spell does not take hold, and you can sense that Gork is uh, probably not happy with you. No, he never is. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. But on that, I'm, I'm going to take um, uh, my bonus action and I am going to sling a um, bardic inspiration over to uh, Marcus um, and say, Marcus, I don't know where you are anymore, but hopefully this song helps you. And I'll play a little like like silently. A dissonant sounding song to, to inspire him. Do they just need to be able to hear you? Hear you. Yeah, okay, 60 understood. feet. Is, that, oh, is he 60 feet? Yeah, he's yeah. close enough. That's... All right, Marcus, you have Bardic Inspiration. This is the song that he played while I was fighting Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is Blue's Automaton. Having been given no instruction, it will simply take the dodge action. And then Gork. Gork will move. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20 feet. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gork's mouth will begin to froth as he, as he reaches up to him, entering not the ragiest rage, but a rage, you know. A little, a little, a little bit of a rage there. We'll pull out his great sword, apply the flat, end of the, or flat side of the blade, and uh, Take a nice little golf swing at Marcus. And not Marcus, Bartholomew. <laughs> you can do it to Marcus, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, go get him, Marcus. <laughs> uh, 
That's a 26. Mm. One shot. I have a hat 20. I'm oh, going God. Oh, I'm going to guess that hits, my friend. <laughs> Good guess. Uh, so that's going to be 2d6 plus 5 plus 2. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's going to be 16 damage. Which we'll get, if, I'm, if I'm using the flats of my blade, I think that's bludgeoning. We'll it's still say. slashing, but it's considered non-lethal. Okay. There we go. Non-lethal slashing damage. You're welcome. <laughs> Ouchie, everybody just attacking the bard and nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong at all. I'd never do anything wrong. And Your music <laughs> sucks. <laughs> wow. Okay. Works at the end of your turn. That'll be the end of Gork's turn. All right. We're back at the top of the order. Uther. All right. Um, what I'm going to do in this case, uh, let's see. So, uh, it, I'm going to come out from hiding, step out here, and I'm going to use whole person on the Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bartholomew. Okay. <laughs> What's and the... so you're going to have to do a 14 wisdom saving throw. Otherwise, you can't move. Wisdom saving paralyzed. throw? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's five. <laughs> oh. I failed. Oh. You are you are held. My so you sir. are currently considered to be paralyzed. Paralyzed. All right. And then I am at this point going to end my turn. Okay. At the end of your turn, Marcus, it's your turn, buddy. Oh, things don't sound good out there. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Okay, uh, so I'm going to move along the wall uh, that's obscuring me from everyone else. If I get a little closer, um, and I'm going to poke out. Uh, am I able at this corner here to see either Caitlin or Uther? You can see Caitlin over the table. All right. Uther's a little tougher. Uther, and, and I assume that uh, either way it would be like if I moved more to my left here, it would still be hard to see Uther, right? Yeah, he'd be, he'd have, Caitlyn is, is open. Uther's going to be at that right. angle, three quarters cover. Right. All right. And then at uh, that case, and I want to make a prior note here, which is probably, you know, the, the standard, but all my attacks are non-lethal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just want to make sure in case something bad actually happens. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dagger so, to the face. Yeah, right. I'm going to take out my crossbow and I'm going to uh, shoot it at Caitlyn. Okay. Caitlyn, what is your passive perception? Uh, my passive perception is 15. So given his hide action, you do not know where Marcus is, which means, Marcus, you have advantage on the attack. Indeed I do. <laughs> Let me go to my actions. Here we go. There's my crossbow. Uh, that's going to be a 23. Caitlin, does that hit? Yeah. I just you know we gotta say it anyway. <laughs> gotta make okay, sure. well yeah, it hits. <laughs> uh okay, so I do one D eight plus let's see, there's my D eight. Yeah, you got hit by a sneak attack, Caitlin. Yeah, I know. Plus two D six. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneaky snake. Oh, gonna hurt. Only two D six? Yeah, because he's low level. Still gonna hurt. Uh, that is, uh, 15 damage. Oh. 
<laughs> All right. So as you're sitting there, Caitlin, looking around at your automaton, looking at your combatants on the field, bow in hand, a crossbow bolt smacks into your shoulder from seemingly out of nowhere, and boy, does it fucking hurt. Oh, damn it! Smogus! So- Sorry! <laughs> uh, and that was my movement, that was my attack. I'm gonna take a bonus action to hide. Go ahead and give me another stealth check as you duck back Fuck. behind the wall. <laughs> That's a nat 20, so 25. There wow. we go. Stealth. Nice. Stealth. Stealth. You are very, yeah. very stealthy. Caitlin, as you look past the table towards where the crossbow <laughs> bolt came from, you see nothing. You don't know if he's behind the wall. You don't know if he's under the table. You don't know if he's right behind you. He could be anywhere. Marcus, I'm going to fucking get you. <laughs> All right, Marcus, is that the end of your turn? Uh, Yeah. All right, Caitlin, you're going to fucking get him. It's your turn. Okay, I'm going to command my automaton to go north into... I'm assuming this. there's a wall here that's in the center that he can't pass through this, correct? Correct. Okay, so I'm going to command my automaton hang out uh, right here. Okay, so you're going to command it to move 10 feet north, or 20 feet north. Yeah. Um, And then I am going to... uh, I think I can make the shot from here to the other automaton. You can, my. It's a table, so that doesn't give it... um, Given the height of the automaton and the height of the table, it's going to consider to be... It's going to have half cover. Okay. I am still going to take my shot at it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, nat 20. Okay. Oh, oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Uh, not as good on the damage. Uh, five points of damage. Okay, so you watch as an arrow, Bartholomew and Gork, passes, well, next to Gork and above Bartholomew and smacks into (laughs) the automaton, sticking into the armor on the left side of it. It doesn't react, of course, because it's made of metal, but uh, it's been hit. And then um, since Vicious Mockery is at will, can I just cast it as a bonus action? You've used your bonus action. Oh, okay. Never Controlling mind. the automaton is a bonus action. Right. That's the bonus mm-hmm. action. Okay. Never mind. All right. I end my turn. All right. Michael. Okay. So for my bonus action, I'll start with that. I'm going to instruct the automaton to continue moving well, I guess maybe here would be like the best place for cover. Okay. And then I'm gonna try and command it to like duck and cover if it responds to that. Okay. If not, it is what it is. Okay. And then I'm gonna move up. So does that is that five feet or ten feet That's to get 10 out feet. of the ten? Okay, so ten, twenty. No, what am I doing? 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'll go next to Bartholomew. I'm gonna attack Gork. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit against Gork. What are you attacking with? I'm attacking with my Thunder Gauntlet. Okay. Thunder Ooh. Gauntlet is part of your armor. So it's a 22. Gork, will that hit? Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll <laughs> oh. damage, Michael. This is all I care about, even if I get knocked, as long as I can <laughs> see them fight each other. <laughs> uh, so that is 11 points of Thunder damage. And then uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me until the start of my next turn. Ooh. Gork, are you resistant to thunder damage? No. Okay, just double that check. No, it counts as bludgeoning. I didn't, I didn't know what, uh, what 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 type of barbarian you were. Ah, no. Yeah. Big one. <laughs> there's there's, there's <laughs> not, a circle. Not the one you're thinking of. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're not a bear totem barbarian. 
Yes. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Michael, anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, I'm just going to say, uh, keep it up, Marcus. You're doing great. <laughs> I suppose I can't be upset. <laughs> All right. In that case, it is your automaton's turn. Your automaton is going to do as instructed to move 5, 10, 15, 20 to behind the wall where you indicated, and it is going to hide. Yeah. As it ducks down, it is currently in total cover from all of you. Good boy. There we go. All right. Bartholomew. Uh, so I am paralyzed. How does your hold person spell, how does it work, Josh? Um, let me see. <clears throat> uh, ba -ba -ba. So at the end of each of your turns, you can make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. But it is the end of your turn. So if you succeed, it will be the only thing you do this turn. Yeah, because I can't do anything. I'm considered incapacitated right now. That is so, correct. So let's uh, let's try to succeed on that. No, I'm not. I'm still still paralyzed. Okay. Poor unfortunate soul. Yeah. Damn. All right. So I guess Bartholomew, that's the end of your turn, which means it's time for Blue's automaton. Blue will move 5, 10, 15, 20 behind the wall, which I believe is what Caitlin commanded. Yes. All right. And bottom of the order is Gork. Gork turns to his cousin. <laughs> He's got that froth going on. You know how it is. Yeah. yeah. You know how Gork it is. makes another swing with his great sword. I'm just shaking my head. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's only a 10, unfortunately. Oh, does Wait, not can you, hit. I can use my inspiration, though. Yes, he oh, can. No. <laughs> oh, no. If I remember, it's re rolling it, right? That is correct. That's a 22. Oof. Oh my gosh. Uh, I liked it better with the first roll. Yeah. <laughs> I like it better with the second, though. Too. <laughs> uh, I like it only do All right. And since I have my little Orcish Fury feet, I can use oh. that once during every short rest. And, oh boy. Uh, in addition, you can roll one of your weapon's damage dice an additional time and add that extra damage. So we'll do that. Oh no. So that's 2d6 plus 5 plus 2 plus another d6. <laughs> Woo! That's, That's 20 spicy damage. damage. 20 wow. damage? Oh, sorry, 22, sorry. I 22. Two. Okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that hurts a little bit. Poke the bear, poke the bear, poke the bear. <laughs> okay, Gork, is at the end of your turn. That is the end of Gork's turn, yes. All right. Gork top doesn't the, flee. Okay, back at the top of the order then is Uther. Uther can't do anything because he has to concentrate, right? So casting a spell will break Uther can't cast another concentration spell, but you can cast another spell. Oh. A, a concentration oh, oh, oh. spell will break concentration on the first spell. Got it. So, yeah, the can't grease is gone. The grease uh, is grease not is a gone. concentration spell. No? No. I thought it was. Oh, okay. It was not. Old right. person I, is, though. I am wrong. <laughs> All right. In this case, I will just follow up with a good old-fashioned firebolt uh, to um, uh, Grande over here. <laughs> Venti. <laughs> Grande Venti. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and roll the hit against Grande Venti. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry if we uh, down our guest of honor. Just apologies in advance. I'm <laughs> just it. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean anything by it. 
He's a fan. I don't anything personal, but it's a nat 20, so. <laughs> 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 uh, that, that's going to be uh, 17. Ah, uh, that ties, so that, that hits, That right? will hit. Okay. Okay. The 1d10. Dice gods are on your side. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do much. It's just two damage. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Woo! Uther, as you continue concentration and you see Bartholomew struggling against your grasp, you point your other finger at Oscrandi de Venti and fire off a firebolt, which seems to ping off of his armor. It leaves a little bit of a, of a singe, but it doesn't look like it did too much. Uther is at the end of your turn. I'm going to move back right here uh, behind the barrel again, and then oh. I'll end my turn. I should have moved. I'm done. Probably. Marcus, it's your turn. No! <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. The second verse saves the first. Oh, fuck. I'm fucked, guys. Let's see here. And I'm going to use my bardic inspiration to add to that just in case. Who are you rolling against? I'm sorry, Caitlin. Okay. Can inspiration work in defense? Nope. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> 17. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Bardic inspiration helps. Oh. <laughs> Yay. I should have moved. I'm dumb. <laughs> 13 damage. I'm down. Okay. As Caitlin drops to the ground, downed by Marcus's second crossbow bolt, you can see that the armband on her arm seems to die out. Your controller has fallen, which means your automaton no longer has instruction. But that's oh, no. it. Well, at least you put it in a safe space. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Kind of. Caitlin, you are considered out of combat. You do not need to make death saves because this is a non-lethal fight. You are Kay. out of this combat, which means, Michael, it's your turn. Wait, oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm so, sorry. sorry. You wanted to do more, yeah, Marcus? Still gotta... I wanted to do more. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to, like, hide uh, again, maybe? Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hide again. Let me just uh, do that for you, Caitlin. Thanks. Just take me off the map. Just get me out of here. Uther was get not the first here. down. Uther was not the first <laughs> oh down. You're right. This is I'm very surprised. Uh, 18. To hide? Yeah. Okay, understood. I have learned from my mistakes. <laughs> Michael. Okay, so um, I'm going to... I'm going to stay out and hope that Bartholomew gets his shit together. I'm going to go five, <laughs> ten, and I'm going to flank Gork. Okay. Uh, and I I will attack again with my Thunder Gauntlets. Okay, roll not at advantage because Bartholomew is not currently considered an active threat. No. Please be good. Please be good. That's a good setup. Oh, boy. Uh, unsure of this one. 18? That'll do. Yeah, there we oh. go. Okay. Oh man, it was on the seven and it rolled over. That is seven points of thunder damage total. All right. Um, same thing as before. Um, the disadvantage or whatever. Yeah, disadvantage. Um, and then I'm going to use defensive field on myself and gain four temporary hit points. Ooh, okay. Nice. That's good. Is that a Very bonus cool. action? That is my bonus action. Okay, yep. sounds good. Anything else you want to do this turn, Michael? 
Um, no, that's it. That's all I want to do. All right, next up is Red's Automaton. Having been given zero direction, it will simply take the dodge action. Next up is Bartholomew. Make your save. Come on, Bartholomew, you got this. All right, I got this. And if I don't, I have, yeah, so I'm going to use what I should have used earlier, and I'm going to use Lucky to roll another die. Oh, my God. (laughs) I forgot (laughs) I had it. (laughs) Read your character sheet, man. Damn, that's a 14 (laughs) on the dot. Okay, so the paralysis on you ends, Bartholomew. But that Ah. is your turn for this turn. All right. There we go. Which means bottom of the order. Oh, no, not bottom of the order. Next up is Blue's Automaton, which controller is dead or uh, downed. Uh, Controller (laughs) is not dead. Since its controller is off of the battlefield, Blue's Automaton will simply take the dodge action, which means now bottom of the order is Gork. Gork turns, I guess, around. The man who's punched him multiple times. Family first. Let's swing again. <laughs> Family first, he says. <laughs> oh, low. Low numbers. Oh, only. that's a nat one. Oh, God. Oh, yes. no. Oh, no. Yes. Gork, give me a dexterity saving throw, please, which will be at advantage because you are raging, I believe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16. 16. As you swing wide, uh, Ascrandi, seeing the greatsword coming towards you, ducks just in time. Gork, expecting to bite into at least the armor, your swing goes wide, and you just barely manage to get a grip back on your greatsword. Because of the nat 1, well, I'd say you'd be at disadvantage to attack on your next attack, but you already are because of Michael. So, no additional mm-hmm. effect. Which means we're back Oof. at the top of the order. Uther. I'm sorry, right. Gork. Did you want to do move? Something, did you want to do anything else? <laughs> nope, that's it. Okay. You sure you don't want to move out of combat range? <laughs> yeah, you know, if I get an opportunity attack twice, I don't think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, barbarians never retreat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm guessing it's my turn yes. then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I am going to use Toll the Dead on Michael. Okay, Michael, and that's a saving throw, I believe. Oh. What is it's the... A, it's a wisdom 14 saving throw. You got okay. this. You got this. I am feeling very wise with a 15. Shit. <laughs> okay, so I believe that because he saved on the throw, he does not take any damage. Yes, he does not. Okay, so as you watch, Uther raises his hand and closes it into a fist, and you hear a gonging sound, Michael, and this strange sensation flows throughout your body. You almost feel as though your skin is going to fall off. As the tingle passes through, though, you manage to shake your head and get out of it. No additional effect. Marcus, it's your turn, Uh, buddy. I am going to uh, break from my cut. I'm going to drop my crossbow, um, and I'm going to uh, unsheath my uh, rapier. Okay. And then I'm going to basically run five, ten. Uh, can I move in this space here? Or do I need if to If you want here? to try and move near or over the table, you're going to need to make a check to see if you can get over it. All right. Okay. In that case, I'll go five. I'm sorry. Five, uh, ten, Keep 15, in mind that for double 20. diagonals, it's five and then mm-hmm. 15. Oh, okay. So let's see here. Uh... So first so, diagonal is five feet of movement. Second diagonal is 10 feet of movement. I see. Okay, so five, 10, 15. So is this 30 here? Oh no, if I go just- It'd be 20. 20. Yeah. If you move diagonal, 25. 
30. Yeah. All right. And then I'm going to do a bonus action to dot or dash. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, oops, sorry, 25, 30. Oh, hi, Uthip. <laughs> <laughs> so ducking around the wall, you manage to skirt the edges of the table. You look left and you can see Michael and Bartholomew finally having shaken from his paralysis surrounding Gork, who is looking rather injured. As you circle the wall, you see Uther still pointing his hand at Michael, a little bit surprised to see you there. <laughs> I'd like to make an attack. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> Mom, big money, big money, no whammies, no whammies. Oh. Miss, miss, miss. That might actually miss. Hold on. Uther, uh, let's see, 14. That won't. Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The wizard. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Thirteen damage. Thirteen damage. Yep. Ooh. Shit. Okay, so as you round that corner, you pull your rapier out and you manage to get just under Uther's defenses since he didn't really see it coming and poke him right in the top left of his shoulder, obviously also not aiming for any vital spots. <laughs> Marcus, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yep. That brings it to Michael. You okay. are now at advantage because <laughs> Bartholomew is considered a threat again. Um, I'll go ahead and, and attack at advantage then. Okay. With my thunder gauntlets. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Uh, the high roll is a twenty-one. That'll do. Solid. And then that'll be ten points of thunder damage. All right. And then, um, I'll just direct the. Uh, Automaton, whatever its name is, to start moving towards the opposing automaton as okay. much as it can. Okay, in that case, we will have. Is that the end of your turn, Michael? It is in my turn. So it is actually its turn. So the automaton is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20 out of cover. As it begins to move towards the other automaton, it smashes <laughs> into the table and shifts okay. it slowly okay. and ends just south of Gork. Not quite in range to attack, but close enough <laughs> as it is stomping its oh, no. way towards Blue's automaton. I don't like it there. Well, that's that's where you told it's it to what go. I said. It is what I said. All right. <laughs> After the red's turn, it is actually Bartholomew's turn. Just down okay. him, please. <laughs> I will. I will do my best. Um, I'm going to attack Gork with my rapier. Um, at advantage, I'm assuming. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nat twenty. No. Oh my God. <laughs> Gork, can you survive minimum damage? It, can he do at least thirty-two minimum? Ooh. I no, I can't do thirty-two minimum. Th thirty-two. 30. How many hit points do you have left? Oh, one hit point. Oh, oh, oh I don't <laughs> mean <laughs> death. I mean down. Okay. Oh, you mean down? Oh God, no. Okay. <laughs> so, Bartholomew, as you shake free from the paralysis, you pull your own rapier, and seeing Marcus strike Uther, you attempt to strike Gork in the same way. And as you do so, you're a little <coughs> surprised as he falls to the ground, unconscious. Or he's yeah. endurance and not. Okay. Do you have to roll for that? No, it's just when you're reduced to zero HP but not killed, you can drop to one HP instead. 
All right. Once per long rest. Once That's per long right. rest. As he begins to fall over, you see the frothing at the mouth continue, and he stands up and looks at you aggressively. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> so One damage off. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. When I hit a creature, I can expend one of my bardic inspirations to deal an extra. So because it's an extra 2d6, is that part of the same turn? It would be part of the same attack. Okay. I just wanted to, to clarify on that one. Okay. Um, no, not quite. Um, I am then going to uh, use my bardic inspiration to um, over over to to Marcus again. Okay, Marcus, you receive additional bardic inspiration. <laughs> All right, is that the end of your turn, Bartholomew? It is now. Next up on the turn order <laughs> is Blue's Automaton, which, with its controller downed, uh, does nothing except take the dodge action, which leads us to Gork. Well, Gork will have to do the only thing he can do. He'll take one step over towards the Automaton that's just sort of walked into his field of view. Okay. And he'll take a swing. Go ahead and roll the hit. You did not leave either of their ranges of attack, so there is no attack of opportunity. I'm so mad. 15. <laughs> a 15 will miss, unfortunately. Oh, so as you take your greatsword, you manage to slam it into the automaton, but the armor is a little thicker than you anticipated. It does not quite sink in. All right, well, that's all I can do then. Okay, which means we're back at the top of the order. Uther. <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> yes. Why has it come to this? <laughs> we don't need speeches. <laughs> I'm just going to stab you again. Then you're going to sleep. <laughs> or you can concede. I take out my wand. Okay. Oh, God. And I unleash six bolts. Okay, go ahead. You're using your wand of magic missiles. I am. You're going to use six bolts. Go ahead and roll. Oh. All right. <laughs> I feel Marcus is just going to get blown back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Josh. We'll roll all ones. Marcus <laughs> okay. is still fairly hardy at this point. Yeah. Thanks, goo. <laughs> Falling into the goo is the best decision you've ever made. Yeah, y'all should have done that a little bit more. Yeah, apparently. 14. That's... Uh, I need two more. 14... Oh my god. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20. So as you 20 pull out your wand, you fire off six bolts of magic missile energy, all of which slam into Marcus. And you see the force hit him, and it seems to hurt him fairly... It seems to hurt him quite a bit, but he is still standing. Are you quite finished yet? Mm. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I gave him that magic inspiration. <laughs> Question: If I take my bonus action, uh, does that cancel out my movement? No. Your bonus action does not cancel your movement. No. Cool. All right. So, uh, yeah, time to uh, misty step on ice. <laughs> <laughs> what is the cost of misty step? It's a bonus action. What is the oh, cost of movement. magic missile? Damn it! Damn it! Oh, damn it! Wait, is magic missile bonus? No. The problem is you can't cast the two spells. Oh, I see. Because magic missile is not a cantrip. Therefore, you cannot cast a second spell this turn. Shit, you're right. Mm. Marcus smiles. 
Uther realizes this. <laughs> he, he, my, like Uther tries to do the thing, and it doesn't work, and he looks at Marcus, and Marcus looks at him, <laughs> and then Marcus looks at his, at his rapier, and then Marcus looks at Uther. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna end my. Turn. <laughs> All right, Marcus. I'm just imagining you if they're just being like, here, you know what? Let me just save the effort. Is it too late to <laughs> consider that conceding option? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use my bardic inspiration on this to make sure. Ooh. Actually, mm, no, I should use my, uh, my, uh, what is it? my DM inspiration. Can I use my bardic inspiration like on either of the rolls, or how does that work? If it you adds... already rolled your bardic inspiration, you can apply mm -hmm. that effect to either of the rolls, but you cannot re-roll it. Right. Well, that's good because that was a six. <laughs> nope. My highest is still twelve. <laughs> His AC is eleven. Oh. I didn't oh even... there <laughs> we go. He is a wizard. Wizard. <laughs> Do you have anything to save you from damage? Detective Bunyan. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just have Misty Step, but Uther yeah. takes a dirt nap as I believe he was at one hit point. <laughs> yeah. I I don't even I don't stab him. I just clock him with my rapier handle. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, as you pull out your rapier and get ready to stab, Uther puts his wand in front of his face and kind of covers it up. You just take the butt of the rapier and smack him in the forehead, and he falls over backwards, <laughs> unconscious. Marcus, is that the end of your turn? Uh. I'm going to see if I can slip off the bracelet from Caitlyn's uh, wrist. You cannot. I'm sorry. That's oh, not okay. going to be part of this. Cool. Uh, that's idea. okay. Cool. Um, idea, it's all good. Uh, then I'll just step towards the uh, the automaton. Okay. Michael. That's it. I'm counting real quick. Sorry. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> Ascron day. I was going to see if I could uh, just go to the other person, but I, I would have to be where Marcus is, and I can't occupy the same space as Marcus, right? Right. Okay. Well, then, sorry, Gork. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and attack Gork. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to roll to hit. Uh, it's a 25. That'll do. Wow. I believe this Gork down finally Gork. takes a dirk nap. <laughs> so Gork, after frothing at the mouth additionally, <laughs> you take a swing at the automaton, but your great axe, or your, yeah, it's a great axe, right? Great sword. sword. Nice. Unfortunately, does not find purchase, and you feel the thunder gauntlet hit you from behind, <laughs> and you fall unconscious. We're gonna call that the um, end of combat because yeah. there are no <laughs> aggressors left. Nice so, job, guys. Red team <laughs> are considered the victors of this combat, uh, and as you watch, Mrs. P will walk back in and. Uh, Go over to each of the unconscious combatants and touch them, and each of them, you, you'll all be healed to full. There we go. Huh. Yay! Huh. You did it, Escrande. You did it. This was all you. Marcus, like, is like, <laughs> just <laughs> let him have this. I, I can't believe I, I bested the Gork. You did oh. very well, my friend. Oh my god. I'm quite surprised and impressed. <laughs> Gork stands up. Well, gee willikers, that was a right thrash. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> oh, I was wondering why you were talking like that. Oh, hey, Michael, how's it doing? Good, good. It's so good to see you again. 
<laughs> oh, it's swell. It's too bad I couldn't win there. It's uh, unfortunate some of my teammates uh, weren't moving, but you know. That's how we <laughs> it's you, know, <laughs> you know, we, we tried. Okay, I'm just. We were just kind of rooted to our position. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin. <laughs> It's what? because you don't have the same bond that Marcus and I have. We share this, oh, wow. the special, yeah. the special oh, bond That's together. what it was, the connection, <laughs> just like in all those cheesy like theater shows where they say love wins all and all that bullshit. It was the power yeah. of friendship. <laughs> all you need is love. Oh, <laughs> and thunder gauntlets. And thunder gauntlets. So just to see... Marcus, how many hit points did you have left? I had nine hit points left. Bartholomew, how many hit points did you have left? Eight. <laughs> oh my god, we were so close. Michael, how many hit points did you have left? Eleven plus four temp. Oh. It was not like you didn't take yeah. any of them down, but like it was not that far off of a fight. Like it was a pretty close fight. <laughs> I'm pretty I was sure scared. if I missed that one slash on uh, slash, I might have taken out my cousin. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah. Be yeah, I think you would have. Best chance mm -hmm. of winning would have been to unload magic missile into Bartholomew and Michael. If you'd freed Dork, he could have won that yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I thought about that afterwards. I'm like, shit, I already <laughs> made my decision. I'm also kind of surprised like, you didn't just immediately unload with the magic missiles. <laughs> like, I was trying to be strategic for once. <laughs> instead of just power okay, that's fair. <laughs> After the last one shot, like, yeah. I understand why you didn't just unload with the magic missiles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also didn't want to like just start with something big because I technically do have shatter and I could have just like unleashed hell. <laughs> but I, I, I wanted to try to be strategic on this one. Bro, strategy. Spellcasters, man. Strategic. So, yeah. man, I can't as, believe the suggestion didn't work. It's close. <laughs> that would have been really cool. As the rest of the party the wakes up and you begin shaking one another's hands, and despite maybe a little bit of resentment, you all seem to have gotten out a little bit of aggression that you needed to. And this pee will lead you out of the gauntlet and back towards the edge of town, where she will look at all of you and she'll say, well, I'll be honest, that was a rather impressive round of combat. I'm a little surprised given what happened in the first two chambers, <laughs> but you all managed to really impress me. So yeah, I think that's what we accelerate at. Fighting? <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. That prepares you for a lot of different situations in the real world, I suppose. Well, now for your reward. And she reaches into our pack and she pulls out a, a sticker sheet and she gives each of you a gold star. Oh, Does, oh wow. Wow. Is this like a magical <laughs> gold star of some sort? Nope. The magic is in here. Ascrande <laughs> 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 and William are just pointing to their hearts. Wow. Wow. And what congratulations, Michael. Attempt number seven. You finally completed the gauntlet. This this is the second happiest day of my life. What, what was the was first? first? <laughs> when I first had oatmeal. <laughs> and then a bolt of lightning strikes down hits a scrawny deventi and just a smudge is left on the floor and He's that's where we're gonna end the motherfucking session <laughs> he's a toasted venti oat milk latte <laughs> exactly oh man this is too good I love you, Scott. The amount of disgust on Scott's face on that one. Is this was a real tragedy. Every penny. <laughs>
There it is. It all led up to this. <laughs> well, while Scott is having a brain fart, thank you so much, Corey, for contributing to our uh, our extra life and helping the kids thank and you. playing with us. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. I was super excited when that was uh, offered. So thank you. For it was really me. fun to play with you. I yeah. had fun. Yeah. It was, it was a blast. Literally. Yeah. Really a blast. Funny, that's how the last one shot <laughs> Oh, uh, I wasn't gonna uh, say it, even though I should. Can I just say, when you think about the one shot that I was gonna have and the one shot your dad would have had, <laughs> I would have flipped the results. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning into another special one shot episode of the Roaring T20s. As always, we hope that you enjoyed listening just as much as we enjoyed creating it. Remember that if you are on Patreon, you can see the next episode now. And if you were really fucking confused as to what the map looked like for that second challenge, we're going to be posting the map on there so you can go and take a look at that. We'll see you next yeah. time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.